Oh,
Just <clears throat> listen to the words of this song. It's a beautiful song. I don't own any rights to this song. <clears throat> Quickest way to clear out stuff poop. Fiber helps you poop, right? <laughs> <laughs> what about drinking?
Amen. Amen. That's it. Amen. That's that name. It's above every name. Tom's going to confess. Brother Wade, bless off. Go ahead, Brother Danny. Good. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for being here today. We are uh, grateful to be here. We bless you. Bless this offering and hope that in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Danny. Thank you, Sister Rita. That's one of my favorite songs right there. Kate and Nicole wrote that song. Some people like it. Some people don't. My favorite radio station, I've probably called them over ten times, ask them to play that song. They won't play it. I mean, it's not, not like I can do anything about it, but I'll tell you what, it ministers to me. Tells the great truth. Just a little bit about Katie Nicole. She, was, she had surgery for her back and it didn't go well. She wasn't able to even get out of bed. So she decides she's going to take her life. Just a young girl. We're talking about a teenager. Life's kind of like that. Things don't always go well. I mean, like I've got to say it anything, to be honest with you. I've got to answer to God for any way. But Kathy Nicole, uh, she's going to take her life. So uh, she's going to go to the bathroom as hard as it was to do. She's going to go in there and take an overdose of pills and she was in such pain and her physical condition was so severe that she dropped her bottle of pills as she went into the bathroom and as she dropped them bottle of pills God spoke to her and said, I'm not done with you. Amen. You know, the first thing goes wrong we want to jump off a cliff somewhere. Right. We want to take an overdose. Right. Yeah. Things do go wrong. She wrote that song out of despair. She wrote that song in probably the lowest place in her life. Not only does it minister to me, but I think it ministered to her. I think God got through. Amen. And in that name right there, Jesus' name, I'll tell you what, you can have victory. In that name, Jesus, I'll tell you what, buddy, you can get a blessing. Amen. I thank you for all the cards I've got card from the church yesterday uh, Sister Bonnie mailed us a card everybody signed I thank you for that I got a card uh, from uh, Bonnie not Bonnie but uh, uh, Jerry and Carolyn this morning I got one from uh, oh come on Eddie when you get 70 you can't remember nothing I reckon I got like three cards thank you for every one of them thank you for the prayers we've been going through it a little bit of ourselves but to be honest with you I, that's just part of it. Oh, I got one from Sharon. Thank you, Sharon. Her Snoopy. I knew I got another card. Yeah, but she spoke up. My little mind clicked in gear one more time. But, uh, you know, uh, I never thought I'd live to be sitting in. Here I am. It ain't like we got a say in it. A lot of people look at life differently. I used to be one of them. The Bible said this is the day that the Lord has made. Right. Let us rejoice and be glad therein. And we can say this the Lord's this is the day the Lord's made, and I'm going to be mad. And I'm just going to have me a pity party. I'll just tell you, I'm going to enjoy what few days I have to live. Amen. Right. Amen. But thank you for all the cards. Thank you for the well being. Thank you for praying for me and my wife. She's doing a little better. And uh, 
And then Shelly and Emily showed up over at the nursing home yesterday. I, honestly, I was going to call them that morning, Patty, and ask them if they would come. And I talked myself out of it, and he called me and said, we're going to come over there and send a little blessing your way. I said, make it about 3 o'clock if you don't care, because I had to take my daughter, my granddaughter's husband to work at a Cracker Barrel up there in the Cave City. He has to be at work at 3. I thought maybe I'd get back, you know, and and you know how that stuff goes but uh, anyway my, my wife's mother my wife's sister her brother-in-law was going to be there and I thought man this this will be good but I was going to call them ask them and Lord kind of worked all that out for me I didn't have to do nothing amen but I, I really enjoyed that let's turn our Bibles this morning to Psalms chapter 34 get my eyeballs on that help a bunch Psalms chapter number 34 I'm looking at the clock back there and its hand is... I was going to read the whole chapter is what I'm trying to say. I'm just going to read just one verse. Because I'm only preaching out of one verse. But uh, we was going to read the whole chapter. And that uh, clock back there and me... Uh, we're going to go with Psalms 34, uh, verse number 11. And the Bible says, Come ye children, hearken unto me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. We just want to preach on that one verse. We're preaching this morning, Come ye children. And the Lord gave me a great burden about this. And I told you I'm just a messenger boy, but we want to deliver this message today. Uh, Father, we, we pray right now, Lord, that uh, you would have your way, Lord, here today. Uh, I pray, Father God, you'd have your way over every word that I speak, every thought that I think. I pray you'd help me, Lord, to deliver this message, Father, like you gave it to me. I, I believe, Lord, there's a world of need for it out there, Father. I do believe, Lord, we're dropping the ball. I do believe, Lord, we've lost sight of the, of the Lord, the most important thing. And help us, Lord, today. And, and Lord, we pray, Lord, Father, for Phyllis's sister has got the stage four cancer. Pray for her daughter also, uh, Phyllis's sister's daughter, her niece. I pray also for Mike and Connie. Lord, we've been praying for her and for her Lord, her condition where she falls. We've been praying for Brother Mitchell. Praying for Tony and all of Bessie's sons. We pray, Lord God, today, Lord, that uh, you'd help my wife, help her to continue to get well. And Lord, we pray for Mark and Kay, Lord, still struggling with their health. We pray for Bonnie, Lord, she wanted to be here today. And pray, Lord, Father, you'd help her, Lord, to get where she can come. Pray for Judy and Geraldine. Lord, we just got a list, Father, of never end. We could spend this whole time in prayer. We do most of our praying at home. But I pray you bless all those, Father, that are down and heal all those, Father, that are that are sick and struggling, Lord. Just visit them with healing their wings and help them to get better. Uh, bless your, your children. Bless your church. Bless your work. Help us, God. This is an election year. And honestly, Lord, I don't believe it doing any good no matter who wins. I believe America's in trouble. Yes. The worst kind of trouble that a nation could be in. Help our country, Lord, I pray to turn back to God. Help it, Lord, to admit, Lord, it's wicked as hell. Help it, Lord, to admit, Lord, that it needs to return to God that raised it up. And Lord, if it don't, I don't think there's no hope for America. I believe, Lord, it's going to end up, Lord, in ruin. I believe, Lord, it's going to end up, Lord, in a heap. And Lord, we know what your word says in Psalms 9 verse 17. The wicked shall be turned into hell 
and all the nations that forget God. And not only, Lord, have they forgot you, Lord, they've tried to take you out of everything. Help our country, Lord, I pray. Bless, Lord, this church. Bless this message today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This one verse here we're preaching on, Come ye children. And, uh, you know, even the verse itself speaks volumes. I believe children, I believe they want to come to church. I do. They just need somebody to bring them. I mean, little Thomas, he says, I love going to church. I knew I was going to mention little Thomas this morning. He's a perfect example. And he said, we're going to church today, so I love church. Amen? But a lot of little children like little Thomas out there, they want to come to church. They just need somebody to bring them. Right. And then uh, you say, well, they're too young. I don't know if y'all got to see the video yesterday from the nursing home. But there was this, uh, Brother Andy, his beautiful wife, Shelly. They've got nine children. Annabelle's up there playing the banjo. And Josiah, he's playing the guitar. And Elias, he's over there sawing on that filler violin. I don't know what you call it. Then you got little Billy down there. He's playing that melon. He's eight years old and playing that melon. I mean, playing the strings off of that thing. They're not dragging their feet. You know, we think it got to be so old to do anything. Man, man, I was asking her. Uh, I think it was Anna. I said, what are you going to play, honey? She said, I'm getting me a banjo. <laughs> and uh, then I asked George. I said, George, what are you going to play? So I think he said he's going to play a guitar. Well, we're talking little children. But they already got their sides on. They're going to play some kind of instrument. They're going to give praise and glory to God. But did you notice that little Micah? He's able to walk now. Y'all see him in that video run over that piano? Even though he can't play it, boy, he's ready to try. And I'm just telling you, little children, they want to come to church. I'm preaching to parents out there. You know, you, you think, well, you know, they're, they're too young. You know, we ain't got time. You better make time. Right. Uh, I'm preaching to sorry parents out there that need to have their children right. in church. Amen. I'm going to be preaching about a lot of things here today, important things. <clears throat> One of the most important things, though, that I'll mention is children need to be in church more today than ever. Amen. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my. Yeah. I think we're failing miserably getting our children in church. That's right. Amen. I think the price is going to come out pretty soon. And I do believe parents are going to realize pretty soon the mistake they made and the regret they're going to have. I'll just tell you, I was a late bloomer, but I did get in. Amen. But children want to come. Psalms chapter 122 verse 1 says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That's Thomas's verse right there. He's glad to come. <laughs> There's other children out there that have come to church. Amen. They just need someone to bring them. Right. That vacation Bible school that uh, Rita put together last year, that was a blessing. Blessing to watch those children come and Blessing to see them in church. Blessing to see them run and play. I, I remember Tatum come over here and he was a little bashful, a little shy, a little backward, but he seen Thomas and boy here they took off just laughing, running, chasing each other. And uh, you know what? That's a blessing, amen. And a uh, blessing to see them run and play. Blessing to hear them laugh, amen. And uh, there are parents out there today and your children need to be in church today. Uh, these are perilous times. There's a devil down here. Your children need the help of God. 
They need the blessing of God. They brought little children. Notice that. Little children to Jesus. Mark chapter 10 verse 13. What did Jesus do? Took them up in His arms. And He blessed them. Amen. You need that blessing upon your children. Amen. It ain't like you can order it off Amazon. Ain't like you can get it at Walmart. Hey, I'm telling you, you need to be bringing your children to Jesus. And if you're not, shame on you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I meant to say that. Amen. I'm not happy. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, boy, we'll go miles to take them to a ball game. Oh. Miles to hear somebody sing. Yeah. When you bring the house of God, hey, listen, get the blessing of God on them. Amen. Have a chance of right. them having a life. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, get your children in the house of God. Shame on you if you're not bringing your children. Amen. Tell you what, I was a drunk. My wife took our children to the house of God. And I feel sorry for these wives in the predicament my wife was in. You know what, even though I didn't go, she loaded them up and she headed out and they went. And I'll tell you, that's what you wives have to do if your husband won't go. To... I remember one time I was trying to get my neighbor to come to church and she said, I will when my husband does. I want him to the Lord. I want him right there in his double wide trailer right there in his bathroom. Hey, he turned out great. She never did come. Yeah, that old excuse, you know, I will when he comes. Yeah, he got saved right there in the house. Yeah, right there in the bathroom. I told him how sorry he was. I said, you ought to be in church. You ought to get your family in church. Have your children in church. Thank you. Fell down right there in that bathroom. He said, God, I'm sorry. If you'll forgive me, I'll pray right now. You'll save me. Help me. He started going to church. You couldn't get her to go for nothing. And their son, I ain't seen their son in a long time. And I wouldn't name her and I wouldn't name him. But I'll tell you what, Frankie, as far as I know, is still going to church. Amen. Amen. Oh, my. Are we ever dropping the ball? These are perilous times. I'm telling you, people are getting shot down here. People are passing out drugs down here. Amen. You need that help of God. You need that blessing of God. You need to get your children to Jesus. Yeah, that's right, Brother Eddie said it. Amen. Amen. We not got no excuse. This church is on every corner. I, I must admit, I wouldn't take them just to any church. I'll take them one. At least got a Bible ain't worth reading. I'll take them one. At least I'll tell them sings the right songs. One that had been. Uh, you know, I have to admit, there's some church they took all the blood songs out. Uh, they said, you know, it, uh, it, it, the blood, they said, is a slaughterhouse religion. It was a slaughterhouse religion. He's led like a lamb to slaughter. Isaiah chapter 53. Hey, without the blood, no remission of sin. Hey, without the shedding of that blood, I'd still be on my way to hell. God said, and I see the blood. I'll pass over you. I'll pass over him. Shed his blood for me. I got redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Shame on taking songs about the blood out, Sharon. You want that church is out there? You don't want to sing songs about the blood? I feel sorry for you. I'll tell you, buddy. God said He justified us through the blood of His Son Jesus in Romans chapter 3. I don't know what you think you're going to get when you get to heaven, but it ain't going to be a welcome party. I'll tell you that right now. You won't be leading the parade. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, God wants children to come to church. I'll tell you that right now. He says, come ye children. He said, hearken unto me. Listen, they're going to hearken to someone, hello. Your parents need to be careful what you let your children hearken to. Because they're going to listen. 
They got two ears. And boy, they can hear too. I'll tell you right now, the Amish, they shield their children by teaching them another language. I think it's a Dutch, German type language. But they don't let them learn English for a long time. That way they can kind of shelter them from what they might hear. I'll tell you what, I ain't going to knock it. I'll tell you that right now. I wish there was some way we could put earmuffs on our children. Amen? Because right. they're going to little ears are going to hear. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, like I said in Sunday school this morning, I heard my mom and my dad take God's name in vain. First time I did, they washed my mouth out with soap. Amen? But that's what children do as they hear. That's what they do. Amen? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, you curse around your children, you're going to find out they'll curse too. Amen? Right. Yeah. You know, when my wife was raising our kids, Carolyn, she found out this video series called Veggie Tales. And that's what my wife let our children hearken to. We still got them all. We've got every one of them. I enjoyed them myself. I mean, they don't, they don't really uh, appeal really to adults. They're kind of designed to help little young minds. And it teaches morals and it teaches, you know, kindness and love and all of that. And you know, teaches how to how to you know help somebody that's that's maybe cast down, or help somebody that's that's you know maybe lost or something like that. Uh, in a childlike way, those little veggie tales do a good job of conveying the love of God, the message of God across those veggie tales, boy. That's what my wife let our children hearken to when they're young. Amen. Now let me read some scripture. I don't really like to. Read a lot of scripture because the Bible itself says the letter killeth. Amen. But uh, hey, listen. In Matthew chapter number 13, I want to read some scripture here. Why parents, and I hope you take just a minute and listen to Brother Eddie here real quick. Matthew chapter 13, Jesus doing the speaking here. And Jesus says in verse 24, Matthew chapter 13, verse 24 through 30. Jesus says this, The kingdom of heaven is likened to a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. There's a lot of that going on today. I'll touch on that again here in just a second. But when the blade was sprung up, you see they don't stay a little forever, they start growing when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit then appeared the tares also so the servants of the householder came and said unto him sir didst not thou sow good seed in thy field for whence then hath it tares you know you want your children to grow up right you want them to talk right you want them to do right I'm telling you you put all that effort in and you send them to a public school and that public school is sowing tears in their mind and they come home they don't even know what gender they are they don't even know I'm telling you some of the things they ought not to know they'll teach them amen behind your back amen. those tears are coming up we got a generation right now that the Bible talks about a crooked and perverse generation I believe that's about where we're at amen yeah. Verse 28, he said unto them, an enemy is dead. I want to know who opened the door to the enemy. I went to school 12 years. And I'll admit, the first six years, 
We had a principal that prayed over us every morning, read scripture over the intercom every morning. Hey, we said not only the, the Pledge of Allegiance, but we also read the Ten Commandments every morning. I'm telling you, we hit everything right in there. Well, I'll tell you right now, but ain't none of that in there now. I just heard on the radio yesterday that now they're making it where you don't have to allow your children to be taught Muslim or, or Islam in the schools. How do they get in there? If you're going to throw Jesus out, what's Islam doing in there? Somebody tell me that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they said you got a right now to say your children don't have to be taught Islam. It shouldn't have never been there to begin with. That's one of these tales I'm talking about. He said an enemy has done this. This gender confusion nonsense, this rainbow nonsense makes me mad. It says that thy servant said unto him, Will thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay. Lest why you gather up the tares you root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together. Now, we got the tares in our schools. <clears throat> That's right. Your parents need to get your children in church because they're going to sow tares in the minds of your children. That's right. Your best bet is to get them to the Lord as fast as you can. Amen. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. That ought to be first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. That ought to be the first agenda to a child is get to Jesus as fast as you can. But here He said, let both grow together until the harvest. Now the, the harvest hadn't got here yet. Let me take just a minute right here. Oh, it's kind of funny right now. You know, everybody's got the rainbow hair and it's spiked and tattooed and, and you know, they got everything pierced that can be pierced and then some. The tares. The harvest hadn't came yet, James. That's right. The harvest is coming. Right. When the harvest is coming, it's going to be a big difference between the tires and the wheat. That's right. Your parents are keeping your children out of church. You think it ain't important? Uh, you think you know somehow they're just going to actually make it? The Lord said to get them in church. He said, "Come, you children." Hey, he said, "Bring them to me. Suffer little children to come unto me, and forbid them not." When the harvest comes, here in verse thirty, Amen. then time to harvest. He said, and this is Jesus talking, I will say to the reapers, you parents, listen old buddy right here. Mm -hmm. right. Gather ye first the tares. Bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. You better make sure which barn. That's right. Your children better be in the house of God. They better be Taught about the love of God, the salvation of God, or they might end up in 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 the burning here. Bind them in bundles to burn them. Let's go a little further there. Look at verse 37. He's trying to explain this because his disciples is kind of like the parents of the day. They don't understand it. So look at verse 37. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. That's Jesus. The field is the world. The world wants your children. Right. And they got all kind of these so-called wolves and sheep clothing out there that if you knew the truth, you'd probably storm the school with a shotgun yourself. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tares are the children of the wicked one. And the enemy that sowed them is the devil. Make no mistake about that. That's right. The devil wants your children. Oh, My advice, get them in church. Try to beat the devil to the punch. So I'm telling you right now, when they're young, they're impressionable. I'm going somewhere with this. Bear with me here just a minute. He said, and, uh, 
The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered together, and gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be at the end of this world, this world. That's right. Amen. The Son of Man shall send forth His angels, and they shall gather out of His kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, and shall cast into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing. You parents out there, Brother Eddie's just trying to give you a warning here. Amen. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. I don't want that. No, nobody. I want to get them to Jesus. Look at 49 through 50. Let's go a little further here. So shall it be at the end of the world, the angels shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just and shall cast them into the furnace of fire and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Jesus said, have you understood all these things? You parents out there that haven't brought your children to the house of God, I just want you to know when the harvest comes, you might not like how that's going to turn out. Amen. Amen. Uh, children need a heavenly appetite. They need to come to church. They need to know something about eternity. And I'm telling you right now, your children are in jeopardy. I'm telling you, you give them a smartphone, you give them games to play, uh, you put the TV on a certain channel, walk away. I'm telling you, a child left its own brings its mother to shame. Hey, listen, he said, not only hearken unto me, he said, I will teach you. Children need to be taught. Thank God. Got Rita back there right now. She just got one. She got little Thomas back there. But I'll tell you what, if you can't preach to one, can't teach one, there ain't no sense to think about teaching multitudes. You gotta be faithful in a little. Then God one day make you master over much. I might just be a little preacher doing a little work, but I want to be faithful in that little work. Amen. Amen. Children need to be taught. God said this about Abraham. I know him that he will command his children, Genesis 18, 19. And God went on to say, and they shall keep the way of the Lord. Boy, that's quite a statement. You want your children to turn out right? You want your children to keep the way of the Lord? You better do like Abraham. You better teach them right. Just train up a child in the way they should go. Proverbs 22, verse 6. Why? Because when they're old, they're not to part from it. They may come back black and blue, may come back battered and bruised, but I'll tell you what, they, at least they know the way back, amen. 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 Blessing, Lord. Uh, I want to give them a chance. I'll tell you what, if you don't bring your children to church, if you don't let your children get in the presence of God, if you deprive your children of God in their life, it's going to be a sad day. Rachel weeping because her children was gone. That's right. She would not be comforted because they wasn't comforted. I'm just telling you, we need to get these children of today in the house of God. Show them the way of the Lord. Teach them about the love of God. I know what they're teaching them. Racism. They're teaching them gender confusion. They're teaching them pronoun nonsense. Hey, I want to teach them about Jesus. He said, come ye children, hearken unto me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. My brother-in-law showed me a video yesterday. Brother Mitchell. Sad thing, this video that he showed me. It's been shown right now in our elementary schools. It's on a level about like Thomas right there. 
and it's a video and it's got devils and you know, little children. It's kind of like cartoon form, Sharon. And they're saying, don't be afraid of us. Uh, we're, we're your friends. Uh, we don't care how you are or what you do. We'll love on you. Hey, listen. And it says, uh, our leader is Satan and he's the best of the best. I'm telling you, they're teaching little children these things in our public schools. I'm telling you, the tares Amen. are being planted. Amen. Won't be no tares planted here. That's right. I don't know what goes on in the school. I don't know what our children are being subjected to. I don't know what kind of things are going on today. I just know this, boy, you read about it in the paper there. That's right. Yeah, you find aftermath, you know, somebody dropped the ball. Somebody didn't reach a little one there. That, that video he showed me, it embarrassed me. What our little elementary schools uh, and our elementary children are being subjected to. They allow Satan in there. Jesus said the devil come in and he planted the tares. He said the one that plans the devil. And they're teaching them to accept and embrace Satan in your public schools. Yeah. yeah. I will say this about Annie and Shelley. I'm going to take a few extra minutes today. They homeschool their children. Well, I've never seen a family so united. Uh, a family so blessed. Every one of them got some kind of talent. But I mean, plumb down a little Micah. Every one of them. Just, just the difference of keeping them out of those tears, out of those, uh, I, I don't know, that, that, that tone of the tears in the mind of our children. That's right. I've seen little children cuss their parents out. I've seen them have fits. No. And, and I, I never have ever heard any of Andy or Shelley's children say no. Whatever they ask them, sure. Amen. Okay. They help. Bless them. Yeah. That's what it says in Psalm 127, verse 3. Blessing is a man. His quiver's full of them, amen. He got his quiver full, got nine children, amen. But they've been faithful over them. Nine children, they've told them right. Boy, it's a blessing to watch them. That's right. Oh, my. Amen. Jesus mentioned there in Matthew chapter 23, verse 15, talking about making twofold more children of hell than themselves. I tell you, you better be careful where your children go. You better be careful who you leave your children in charge with. Right. Jesus says, bring those little ones to him while there's still hope. I'll tell you today, churches may become Ichabod, I don't know. But I hope we never lose sight of our young people. Amen. I hope we realize how important it is to have vacation Bible schools. How important it is to have Sunday school. How important it is to have them up, come up here and sing. How important it is to have them take up the offering. How important it is to have them in the house of God. And I'll say this again, shame you parents that are sitting home right now listening to me preach. And your children aren't in church. Now listen, if you got a good excuse, you take it up with God. Yeah. I don't think there is a good enough excuse that your children should be here right now. They were to be here today. Amen. And I believe there's a price that will be paid for not having your children in church. That's right. Now don't, don't, don't hold against old brother Eddie for preaching the truth. But I'll tell you what, one day it'll be payday. One day it'll be a painful day. One day it'll be tears, weeping, and wailing. Mm -hmm. And you'll say, oh, I wish I'd have kept my children in church. I wish I'd have kept bringing my children to church. What was I thinking? You wasn't thinking. You was getting the devil, giving him opportunity to get at your children. I didn't preach half of this message. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what we have said. I pray it'll go out, Lord. I 
Pray, Father God, Lord, it wakes some parents up. I pray, dear God, Lord, it blow the, the trumpet, Lord, concerning, Lord, our little children. God, help us, I pray. Get them in church. Help us to pray over them. Help us to point them in the right direction. Help us, Lord, concerning these little ones, Father, that are coming up, Lord, in this terrible generation that we've come to be. Lord, it just seems like, Father, that the hearts of men is just set in them to do evil. Lord, I'm scared today for the young people today. I worry over them. I pray over them. And I pray, dear God, Lord, you'll help us get children in the house of God. In Jesus' name we ask it, Father. Amen. Like that, everybody stand. Get Brother Jerry's sister Sharon to help him sing a verse of invitation on him. If you don't need to come, don't worry. But if God spoke to your heart, your heart beating like a jungle drum, and you feel like you need to come, I'll pray with you.